Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Yeah, that's right. We're glad you could join us. It's time to sit back, get comfortable, talk about some weird stuff, and just chill for a while. Welcome to After Hours with the Rise Guys. Here's Madman at nine. Hello, hello. Hey. Yes, sir. Jimmy Jack, Jackie. Oh, Matthew. I forgot how we started this. It's been a little little bit here. Usually about like that. Yeah. Uh, hello to you listening. It is episode 20. Yeah, man. Starting with a milestone here in 2021. That's right. 2021. I want to ask you this. Have, have you been writing the wrong date? I haven't uh, written year? the date once. Well, not written it, but typed it wrong. No, I haven't actually typed the date out either. I've yeah. filled out a few online forms, but they, you know, they don't go predated past. or whatever. Yeah, it's just the, for this year. Yeah. Well, I've been doing that. Um, yeah. Thank you for listening uh, to this and supporting After Hours with the Rise Guys. Uh, again, I'm Matt Man. He is nine, and this is uh, our second radio show podcast what have you we do the rise guys morning show in greenville south carolina on 93.3 the planet uh so if you like this then check that podcast out as well i want to marry the two together yeah if you like one maybe you like the other one you probably would is that legal in this state can we marry two radio shows together it is now well we'll see what happens uh we really sincerely appreciate you listening to this show because again when you podcast a show, you're intently listening. It's it's not just in the background or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, we appreciate you listening. And again, share the word, spread the word, whatever you want to say. It. We've said it before. We'll say it again. That's how we uh, we get compensated. It is. The more people who listen, the, 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 better we, uh, the better returns we see from this, which is probably the way it should be. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And thank you for the, the great feedback on the backstage stories. Uh, there, there were so many good ones from that. We appreciate oh, yeah. it. If you missed any of those, uh, definitely check uh, the previous three podcasts out. And subscribe if you haven't yet. Then you'll get the little notifications and you'll know. Because mm-hmm. there's so much to keep up with these days. Yeah, but thank you for tuning in and listening. We'd like to uh, we'd like to keep it that way. So we hope to be interesting again this year. Yeah, absolutely. And tell your friends. Now, what Who is... you like? What is today's show about? This is going to be kind of odd because normally on these uh, on this podcast we will say so. Today we're going to talk about this. 
this isn't that we're not prepared, but it's that we have a laundry list of ideas. And this one kind of captured both our attentions. Uh, nine is a whiz at, at many things, but specifically typing very fast. I can do that. And what he does is not only can he type fast, but he does it like if you've ever heard of Liberace, when he would play the piano. Liberace. He would, that's how you, yeah, if you want to Google him. Uh, he would look around the room and smile while he was playing so beautifully. So you'll be having a conversation with Nine if he's near a computer or on his phone. And he will look at you and he's acknowledging the conversation, but all the while he is Googling the information and he does it so fast, and he quickly will come up with answers for your most compelling questions. Yeah, I just want to find the answer. That's the best thing. And I mean, we can we can wonder about it for ten minutes. Or we can just look it up real quick. Sometimes okay. it's nice to try to remember something. But if it's something I don't know, then I'm just going to look it up because I don't know it. But it, okay, I I appreciate that. But I've often said that some of the best conversations are the ones where. You know, you no, I remember it this way, and then, well, no, it was it was this. If you could instantly find the answer, the the conversation's done. But what if it isn't trying to remember something? It's just something you plain don't know. That's what I generally look up. Stuff we just plain don't know. Because there's, I mean, some of the best conversations are what you're talking about, but some of the worst ones are people who just don't know what they're talking about, talking out of their asses about it anyway. Okay, I can agree with that. <laughs> but with you, you you know what it does though, and this is, please take no exception to this. One, I'm going to take my jacket off because it's noisy, and I know it's going to be irritating. Oh, yeah, I do hear it. Yeah. I, I didn't notice I heard it, but I hear it. Well, it's, it's always something with me. Um, but what it does is uh, it makes me feel stupid sometimes because I don't realize a lot of times that you're Googling because you're looking at me and smiling and, you know, maybe, you know, whatever. I try to say it more now. I just looked this up. So everybody knows I just looked this up. Well, it doesn't make you seem like a know-it-all. It just makes you seem like a wow. Well, people act like I know it all. You know it. You know. Try to just say I look this up. You know a whole bunch of stuff. So I have over the uh, the little break that we took there for uh, Christmas and holidays and everything. It was three weeks. I came up with a bunch of different things that I did not know, and I am forty five years old. Mm-hmm. To your thirty six. Thirty six. Okay. Thought so. Uh, Things that I did not know. For instance, and we talked about this on the Rise Guys Morning Show, I did not realize till December 23rd, 2020, that the vegetable is Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts. Yeah, that throws a lot of people off. I, I had no idea. I've seen it on menus. I've seen it at the produce stand. I did not realize there was an, an S on the end of Brussels. I think most people just don't just don't pay attention when they, you know, it's something they're familiar with. They just don't pay attention to the word when they read it. And people who go to the grocery store and buy them or see them on menus or, or whatever, you know, they're just not, I, I guess I just, I, I read more thoroughly than, than the average person, I guess. Thanks. Well, and you retain it because I think that's prob- a problem with society right now with Google is that in the, I don't need to tell you this, you're my best friend, but this is not a slam on you. But a lot of times when People say, oh, what was that person's name? Blah, 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 blah. Look it up. Oh, yeah, it was so-and-so. And instantly, you yep. there's no retention None. to the information. So I think that's what kills a lot of what I was saying about oh, absolutely. instantaneous information. Yeah, it does. So I collected several little facts. And this isn't stuff that I Googled, like, 
you know, facts that most people don't know. This is just stuff that I'll show you as I, as I present this screen shotted screenshot, whatever it is, information, little things that I was like, I had no idea or man, I never noticed that before. Yeah. And I just want to see you, you tell me. Okay. And I need to see your hands at all times. All right. Put them right here. No, we pants. have to be six feet away. They're in my pants. Don't worry. Okay. Now, I will explain to you how this whole thing started. Mm-hmm. I was talking with a friend of ours that is uh, into ball cards. Yeah. And I was. we were talking about Ozzie Smith. And I was going to, because Ozzie Smith used to do, he played for the St. Louis Cardinals, Hall of Fame, third baseman, uh, shortstop, excuse me. Uh, Wizard. And he was known, even into his like late 40s, he's still alive, but even to his late 40s, maybe early 50s, he could cut a flip. Yeah, a he standing just run, flip. run out there and cut a flip every time he took the field, just about. So I was looking on the, you know, when you're texting somebody, you can search Jiffy mm-hmm. or GIF. What is it? I say GIF. But the one that's, help me with this. There's a lot of people probably wondering. The one that's G I P H Y, is that Gippy? I think it's supposed to be Jiffy, but I say Giffy. I'm good with what you say because I trust what you're saying and well, you're not Googling them. Because the G is for graphics. Graphic is that what it is? Yeah, so it'd be guh in my mind, be giffy. Okay, well, I'll go with that. So, I was looking for the Ozzy Smith cut and a flip backflip gif, yeah. And I came upon one from the Wizard of Oz movie, yeah. And I've seen that movie, I don't know how, but I used to be involved with a woman a couple decades ago that was her be all end all movie, so I had to sit through oh, it a I'm whole sorry. bunch of time. I know. It's a deep, it's a deep thinking movie if you look at it from different ways. Yeah, but people are way into it like that. Don't. Oh, well said. That's so true. They just see it as the uh, fairy tale. La, la, la. Yeah, yeah. They don't look at it like it is. Now, <laughs> I'm going to show you a picture. Okay. And and for those of you that are listening and that want to Google this, I'll tell you after I show nine. Okay. This is a photo from right when uh, uh, Dorothy. And Toto yeah. are getting ready to set off on the yellow brick road. Okay. Look at the photo. And is there anything there that you've never noticed before? And I'm going to explain this to you that you're listening now in a moment. So we'll quickly keep this paced. I'll, I'll tell you before you maybe overanalyze it, Jim. It, I mean, this looks like a, a shot of when they land in, in Oz and it's, it's uh, colorized shortly after that, right? Yes. That's what it looks like to me. Okay. Have you ever noticed when they're setting off on the yellow brick road that there is a red brick road, an alternate road? Yeah, I never paid much attention to it, but, I mean, it makes sense that there is. Where the hell does it go? It could go anywhere. So what you, if you want to see this, this is, I think this is, I want, if you go on Google. Yeah. Image search, put in Wizard of Oz yellow brick road and then put in red yeah and you'll see a plethora of these screenshots and it shows that have dorothy and toto not went down the yellow brick road they would have went down a red brick road yeah is that part of that because if you've seen wizard of oz and i think those of you that listen to this show you're deeper thinking thinking people or you you maybe analyze things from different perspectives a lot of times alternate thinking now, I do see Nine is Googling something. That's totally acceptable now. 
<laughs> uh, I, I think that you can see things for what they are, and a lot of times maybe the deeper meaning that the author or director or whatever uh, Kubrick uh, may have had uh, in his mind. I don't think you did that one. Yeah, this was Frank L. Baum. Yeah. Or not the director, but the original writer. And it shows that there. I've seen the movie, like I said, a bunch of times. And and, and here's the, 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 the other part I want to tell you is I, I have not looked up these answers. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like, I, I thought it would be a fun little exercise. A, present them to you, Nine, and say, hey, did you know this? And then, like you just did, quickly Googling what the answer could be. Because I don't mind if this makes me come off as silly or dumb or goofy or, Matt, why didn't you just Google the answer? Because I think that that's part of, like I was saying, what is missing in not the art of conversation, but just communicating with each other. Because we quickly will get the answers to things and then move on to the next thing. But not not harp on it, but think about it. Dwell on it a little bit. Yeah. Give it a little thought instead of just letting the Internet give us all the answers. Yeah. So what would you find? Well, I found that uh, on, I looked up, I Googled Land of Oz map. Okay. And I'm looking at a map they sell on Amazon. It's a poster print map. Uh-huh. And on this one, it has that, I see that exact uh, sort of spiral you're talking about. Yeah. With the red and the gold brick. Uh-huh. And then the red brick is right there in the, the Munchkin Land Village where okay. the munchkins live, yeah. and that's then it ends, and the yellow the yellow brick road continues from there all over the land of Oz. So the red brick road goes nowhere. It's just right there in munchkin land, the village where they all live. It's a roundabout. Kind of, yeah. It's like a, uh, like a half moon crescent shape thing, kind of, sort of. See, I, I was going to... Th- by the way, the yellow brick road also does not go all the way to Glinda's Castle. Where does it... It just ends before you get there, and you got to walk through the woods a little bit, I guess. Hmm. Or the Wicked Witch's Castle. It doesn't go all the way there either. Now, see, I thought you were going to tell me one of two things. I thought you were going to say that it kind of had this double meaning of the yin to the yang. Because if you see the overhead shot that I was telling you about earlier, it's kind of that. It does look like one, yeah. It's also the kind of the, the golden ratio, in a sense. Mm-hmm. You know, the golden ratio. Google that one. You'll go down a rabbit hole from hell. The golden ratio. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and also, you know, the dichotomy of uh, good and evil, black and white. Uh, you know, this or that. Yeah. The life of druthers. Exactly. Or the, the the road less taken, the path less taken. Which which one is that? The road less taken. Yeah, I don't know which one, the red or the gold. Well, clearly the red. <laughs> I feel bad now. I feel like that was just silly. No, that's interesting because, I mean, everybody's seen The Wizard of Oz. I wonder how many people paid attention to that or, or knew that. See, I thought that there was going to be such a deeper meaning. I thought... Also, when you pointed this out... There this, probably is. I mean, this is an aftermarket map. Well, this took part of my steam away is when you said, well, yeah, after it was colorized, I was like, oh, my God, I didn't think about that. The original was black and white. How but do it, I know what color it was? But that part was always intended to be colorized. Well, it would have had to have been, you're right. Yeah, I mean, that's why it's that's why it's as colorful as it is. It was always meant to be colorized. Now, now this is... Wait a minute. When like the, the When, like, a Charlie Chaplin movie was filmed... They knew what color. See, man, now I seem dumb. <laughs> this is this. When a movie is filmed in black and white, when you're taking it later down the road to colorize it, like uh, Ted Turner did with all those movies, mm-hmm. that's not the the editor taking freedoms with it 
and they, because I know they, they'll do that thing where they'll take like uh, black and white photos, you know, historical photos, and they'll say, you know, history colorized or whatever. Yeah. I always heard that that was the artist taking uh, art, artistic freedom with saying, yeah, that that was the yellow shirt they were wearing, or those were green pants. Yeah. How how the hell would you know? Yeah, exactly. But with movies, that's how is that what Technicolor is? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It's um. By the way, I'm looking at this now. Uh, about the Red Brick Road. Yeah. At one point, there was a TV series pitch called Red Brick Road. It was going to be an Oz TV series developed by Warner Bros. It was going to air on Lifetime originally. Oh, my um, God. And it was going to be uh, an edgy sort of Game of Thronesy Land of Oz show uh, named after the Red Brick Road you're talking about. And, I mean, it would kind of... <sighs> Well, here's the premise from Deadline.com back in 2013. Nothing since then, so it's not going to happen, I guess. Uh, Uh, In the classic 1939 feature, when Dorothy set off for the Emerald City, she followed the yellow brick road. But among the yellow bricks at Dorothy's feet, there was also a swirl of red bricks. They've been there the whole time in plain sight, unnoticed, unexplored, which raises the question, just where do they go? Red Brick Road will answer that by following Dorothy down that fateful path, taking her to the oldest, darkest, and most dangerous parts of Oz, to find what became of her friends who all have gone missing. So I'm like 15 years late to the party. Like this is already a show that's already been pitched and, and already decided, yeah, there's no money here. Eight years. Wow. 2013. That makes me feel better. Yeah, but I mean, that's it, but also in the realm of fiction, it could go anywhere. It could be anything because it's fictional. It could, I mean, nobody ever, to my knowledge, has written about where it goes or what it does. So it could go anywhere and be anything. But did you, when you've seen, you know, obviously as a, as a child and, and being a product of the South, we all had TBS and seeing Wizard of Oz, usually at any whim, you turn it to TBS. Uh, it's always on TBS or TNT. Did you, obviously, and now being aware of things and, and looking at things in a different light, did you ever see any deeper meanings with that? Because I always looked at the Wizard of Oz as like, were they trying to pro- project that as like government or was it? trying to be like the creator god what was the or was there a deeper meaning do i overanalyze every damn thing no, i think you could interpret that either way um that's what's good about artistic stuff it's up to your own interpretation in a yeah. sense and you know a lot of times you hear other people's alternate thinking and it's like wow man yeah like i i I never thought about that. A lot of art is left open to interpretation where it's not about what they're trying to tell you. It's about what you're taking away from it. Yeah. And I like that the best. Yeah, because like all the great artists, like, you know, visual artists, sculptors, painters and stuff, the ones that are alive now that can tell you what they mean by that, Mm -hmm. it kind of takes away the appeal. You can't go ask uh, old Claude Monat what he meant by that. Or, you know, Michelangelo, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You can't say, what did you mean by this? We can interpret that's what they meant. Like, did Vincent Van Gogh really cut his ear off and send it to his girl? Yeah. You know. Well, a good example of this modern day is one of my very favorite movies, a movie called Mulholland Drive, which is now on oh, yeah. HBO Max. You've oh, never yeah. seen it. Uh, great movie, man. Very weird. It's a David Lynch movie, the Twin Peaks guy, Lost Highway guy, makes maker of weird movies, Blue Velvet. Yeah. Um. But people have no idea what that movie means. And it could mean a lot of different things. And it does, in fact, mean a lot of different things to a lot of people. But people want to know what he's trying to say. Is that really important, what he's what, what his point was? Or is it more important what you take away from it? I mean, I think I know what, what, what what's happening in the movie. And I think uh, if you watch it a few times, it's pretty 
pretty plain what's happening in the movie, but a lot of people have talking about very, very, very bright, learned people have scholarly opinions on this movie. See, I've seen it, but I need to get under this framework you're laying out here. I want to rewatch it and maybe like next episode or something kind of, you know, if that's worth doing, because I had a great movie. Yeah, we definitely talk about it. I had a similar thought that uh, over the over the 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 break there, uh, Caitlin had never seen Eyes Wide Shut, yeah. so we watched that because I think that's on HBO Max. Those are movies where you cannot watch them with your phone in your hand, or you can't be distracted. You have to actually watch the movie, which I'm 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 not saying you. I'm saying I'm guilty of that. No, I, I'm very guilty of that. Without question. Yeah, uh, uh, me too. You actually have to watch those movies. So you actually have to sit down and engross yourself in the movie to appreciate and enjoy it, which is. Kind of what it's about anyway, but now we like these these just vapid BS movies where they're, they're, they they know we're stupid and they know we're staring at the phone, so they make the movies so we can do that. But yeah, yeah true. I mean, the distraction uh, stuff. Like, ah, they, we want them to watch a movie. We know they ain't paying attention anyway. I did the good thing. Like, I, I've always felt that Eyes Wide Shut, it's uh, Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise when they were, I believe, still married or that's when they right met. near or, the end. Near the end of their marriage, I think so. Uh, you know, we were going through the whatever it was, and I said, "You ever seen this?" No, I didn't make the thing of I want you to watch this and tell me what you think because I already had my suspicions of it's Stanley Kubrick. I just mentioned them earlier. The mm-hmm. guy was, um, so we're, she said, "What is it about?" I said, "It's Nicole Kidman. You love her because we've watched uh, Bun doing. Uh, Tom Cruise is in it. Uh, there's a lot of nudity." I told her that. Tons she's like, of nudity. She's like, "I'm in." So everybody likes nudity. This is why I, one of the many reasons why I love her. She's very smart. After it was over, she's like, what do you think that all meant? Yeah. And I was like, I love you. Yeah. I love you. Like, I, I enjoy that. Stanley Kubrick is gone. You know, the, the interview on YouTube is fake, by the way. There's so many people worked by that lookalike. It is not him. No, it ain't. Um, but I, I love that interpretation of, or the way uh, of thinking does it send you down rabbit holes and waste a lot of time? I don't think so. I enjoy alternate thinking, and I'm not talking about alternate. I mean, I well, you do what you want to do, but I enjoy looking at things. I don't like just looking up. Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes! Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Wikipedia. Well, and accept, not accepting and being like unbelieving, but just like... But how do you truly know this? Or the artist is dead. How do you know this? I love thinking this is what I came away from, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. That's a, that's a good way to think about things. It is. And with a movie like Eyes Wide Shut or Mulholland Drive, it's also nice to go and, and see some of what other people think about it. These very intelligent people, these very smart people with their scholarly write-ups about it. It's nice to read some of that and take in some of that and then watch it again and say, oh, okay, I see what they see, but I still see this. It's the best, right? Yeah, it is. It also makes the movie rewatchable because a movie like Mulholland Drive, about two and a half hours long. I know, I'm going to rewatch it. It's now. not the most easily rewatchable movie unless you have a reason to rewatch it. You're looking for something. What did they mean by the Catalina wine mixer in Step Brothers? I'm telling you. No, I, it's deep. All right, here's, I got another one for you. Yeah. Did you, this is a did you know kind of thing. Did you know that in the 50s, NASA recruited deaf people to research why they did not get motion sickness? Tests included flights in the Vomit Comet aircraft. If I think you know about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, sailing around in choppy seas. While the test subjects uh, played cards, they inter- uh, had drinks, they ate dinner, all this stuff. The researcher themselves were so overcome with seasickness that the experiment had to be canceled. To date, no doctor or scientist, it says here, can explain why deaf people do not get motion sickness. I mean, it, it, I know it's got to do with equilibrium. It kind of makes sense with the inner ear thing why deaf people wouldn't get motion sickness. It's it's still kind of strange, but it kind of makes sense. I didn't know NASA used them, but that also makes perfect sense because I mean they're trying to send people to space. Okay, I I I I, I think I kind of answered my own question with the equilibrium, mm-hmm. but it, you would think that that would open up a whole world for. I'm not making any jokes right here. Because I, I have a close family member experiencing the loss of hearing, um, that seems like that would open up such a world of uh, opportunity in a, in, a, in a niche way. Yeah. For folks who do not have have hearing, I mean, you know, and again, not making a joke. Maybe that is okay. Maybe I am. Maybe that's the time when old people always put on their bucket list to go skydiving when they're old because they can't hear and they're not getting sick. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe so. I have a, an answer to this. I just found out. Okay. The uh, the cochlea is the uh, you hear a lot about cochlear implants. Yes. For uh, hearing restoration, um, hearing loss, a treatment. Uh, it's the part of the ear that affects motion sickness, and in those deaf individuals, uh, they were the control group because their cochleas are inactive. So if your cochlea is inactive, you can't get motion sickness. But then if but then you you also have no hearing. In other words, there's yeah. no way to take it away when you go up in flight and then bring it back. Yeah. Okay. And cochlea, the definition here is, I don't know, 
make sense to me. It makes sense to some of y'all in the medical field. The spiral cavity of the inner ear containing the organ of corti, which produces nerve impulses in response to sound vibrations. Does that make sense a little bit? Oh, yeah. Okay. See, this, that, this right here, this whole little thing is a good conversation we're having because I'll show you. That was a screenshot that I did you can see from a meme. Correct? Yeah, yeah. If this was in a book pre-internet, it would be fact. It absolutely would, yeah. And this is the internet. I, I could find the meta tags or data on here and, and tell you when I screenshot it. But it said to date no scientific explanation was – but you just Googled it. Yeah, and, and there there is one now. Um but it, it is weird how, even in the age of the internet, I mean, how many people fall for lies online all the time? I mean, you, the, you know, the people. I'm talking about the people who, who get their news from Facebook, the people who use Facebook now the way people used AOL in the 90s, oh where God, they yeah. think the internet begins and ends with Facebook, and they don't know there's anything else to it. There's, it you'd be shocked. If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably slightly more tech-savvy than that, but you'd be shocked how many people really are, they think the internet begins and ends at Facebook and they really do believe whatever people post. It's true. I mean, it's it, because that's the thing They're that... really dumb. I, I quickly, when you said that, I, th- I thought of Charles Barkley. And I remember the, the whole thing about, I'm not a role model. But anybody, you know, the, the whole influencer thing is thrown around and you think of a, a, a girl, uh, generally speaking. It can be anybody. But I think when I hear influencer, call me sexist. I'm telling you what I'm thinking. Yeah. An influencer is a, a, a woman trying to sell clothing, handbags, or whatever. Primarily, yeah. Most influencers are, are women because on the internet, women get way more followers and likes. But it, but if you have a uh, an influence over people, you're not a role model, but what the point I'm trying to make is if there's someone that you like, like let's say Kirk Cameron, for example, you grew up loving growing pains, and then suddenly he's doing his, you know, we're going to go Christmas Carol with no mask on, do yeah. that whole Maybe a little bit of you starts to fall into that just because this person that wasn't your role model, but somebody you thought, you know what, I kind of have the same you beliefs. You look up to him a little bit. Yeah. Commonplace thing. Yeah, so, uh, it, but it's it's kind of like how when you put stuff out there, not only because you don't want to be embarrassed, but you kind of want to like, you don't want to misguide even your own family. And not if you're an influencer or anybody of any whatever. Yeah. You got... If, People follow you on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. You you don't want to lead them in the wrong way because, you know, the whole thing is going to spread. And then it's kind of like, that's kind of a weird existence to have. You don't want to mislead people. You certainly don't want to manipulate people. That's where it gets really bad is when people are doing it intentionally to mislead, manipulate people. Um, you, and Charles Barkley's in a position where when he was playing and he had his, you know, he had DUI, got busted. Uh, Threw a guy out of a window in Cleveland. He got busted one time. He, he pulled up to a license check or, you know, just a checkpoint for DUIs, and he was drunk behind the wheel. Yeah. And he, uh, they told the officers he, was, officers he was on his way to go have some sex. He was on his way to meet a woman. Um, was it lady of the night? Yeah, probably. But in any case, I mean, do you, you don't get to decide if you're a role model because you don't get to say, nah, I'm not influencing you because you're going to influence some people. Some people are going to look up to you. But at the same time, you can teach lessons by doing the wrong thing. I learned a lot of stuff growing up by watching adults in my life do the wrong thing and behave in, in ways that that, that that I don't want to replicate. Did you ever learn anything by watching adults do the wild thing? Never. Never. I got you. Tell me, like, what's a, is this, uh, this, so this is something I well, kind of like the story with, uh, you know, 
my dad and, and cleaning out his car on frontage roads. Yeah, stuff like that is just one example. And a lot of it, like being fiscally responsible, I learned some good and a lot of bad about that kind of stuff. Can you, can, I mean, you brought it up. Obviously, you don't mind saying it. Like, give me an example. You're talking about your mom and daddy, which we've we've covered your daddy in great length on the show. Yeah, I mean, it, for he had one, the story to tell. For one thing, uh, that like, you know, they would, uh, you know, if I spent time with one, then they would talk down about the other, and you don't do that. That's Boy, not don't good I know? Do, that's not good to do at all. Um, I mean, you know, when I was growing up, they had uh, a couple of different homes uh, repossessed, foreclosed. I saw multiple vehicles repossessed. You know, it's just you learn stuff. I mean, you can learn by setting a bad example too, or you can teach by setting a bad example. You can learn from that, and it doesn't just because they did it doesn't mean you have to do it. You can observe them do it and say, "I don't want to do that." You know, that's a great point you make, and hopefully, you know, luckily my child was less than a year old when she may have witnessed Daddy's car get repoed. Maybe she'll take that weather and, and never let that happen to her. No, I, I totally see what you're no, saying. Don't worry, people her age ain't listening to podcasts. What do you mean? I, the podcast audiences are not that young, so you're good. Well, I think that that, that generation has like a 10-minute span. Yeah, there's TikTok, of, man, TikTok. Is that what it is? Yeah, TikTok. I tell you what, if if every I'm, – I'm being 100% honest with you right now. If everything shut down except for tip, TikTok, when it came to social media, yeah. I'd just be off the grid. Yeah, I just I'd, wouldn't know anymore. I refuse to. I refuse to. I'm not a dancer, man. Uh, yeah, that that's a that's a good point. It, but you know what? It, it's a great example. You get in the 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 family tradition, and by that I'm not referring to Hank, but I'm referring to if you start to think differently than maybe the way you're raised. Not in getting repoed. Nobody wants to ever do that. But like a certain way of thinking. I'm not using a personal. Uh, I think I know it, where you're going with this, and it makes perfect sense. Yeah, it could be everything from. Your religion to racism yeah. to homophobia to uh, sexism to anything just, to your college football team. It's just a matter of thinking for yourself. But you get that thing where, man, I am forsaken everything that if I think differently or feel differently. But if you know it's wrong, then blow it no, up. No, no, no. Well, if you know it's wrong, you know it's bad, blow it all to hell. Do you blow it all to hell to them, or do you blow it all to hell for yourself? Meaning, let's say for an example. You do it for the greater good of mankind and humanity and your your own children and future generations. No, I agree with that. No. But I'm saying you don't. Let's. Uh, I'm going to give you a total off-the-wall example. I just can't think of some guy sitting around going, man, we can't end racism. My daddy was racist. No, no, I, no let's not use racism as the example. Yeah. Let's just say that... Uh, uh, a guy's uncle was uh, his father figure was. I'm not making a. Uh, this isn't a personal it's example. I swear you, to God. Okay. Let's say a guy's uncle was a very uh, homophobic. You know, talked a lot of, said a lot of slurs about gay people and all these things. And the guy was kind of raised that way. And he doesn't like. Maybe he doesn't see the the other side of it, and he's not been exposed to the or known anybody who's dealt with this stuff, and. He just has that mindset that it's wrong, you know, the Adam and Steve thing or what have you. And he doesn't become physically aware until he goes through an example himself. And yeah. that's totally what it takes. It is. But it's also, it. 
That was not a good analogy, but I didn't want to make one very close to home, and I could. Yeah, you but can. I don't want to. Well, it's it's I I mean anybody who automatically just goes with whatever their parents told them growing up, kind of lost anyway because you're not thinking for yourself because you will disagree with them. It doesn't mean you're disrespecting them to to disagree with them about something either. It isn't disrespectful to to disagree. It's fine to disagree. But the, 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 it's fine to think for yourself. If somebody tells you you're disrespecting them because you thought for yourself, that person is not not good to you or not good for you. That's toxic bad. I 1,000% agree. But the, the point I was going to try, try to make is, does that guy, knowing what, let's say he says, you know what, I don't agree with what you think, uncle. Do you sit there and have argument after argument with your uncle trying to change him? Like, you have to at some point not ever try to talk about things like that around them or disassociate yourself with them because you know that you're not going to change them and they're not going to change you and it's best left untalked about. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 when you're younger, you're going to have some conversations that'll turn into arguments with people like that where you're standing up for what you think is right. Um, then you just have to nod your head or just look away. or <laughs> You just eventually you know, dissociate yourself from those people. I mean, yeah. you kind of have to at, at some point because they're 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 not up to your standards or whatever. You, however you want to put it, you know, you just it, it it. Some people are so hateful that I don't want anything to do with them. And I'm talking about people in my own family. I've thought that way about. Yeah. They're so hateful towards a group of people or various groups of people. I don't want nothing to do with you. I don't want you in my life. I don't want people knowing you're my kin. Oh, yeah. I don't want, we're not family. We're, yeah. No, we no. We genetically we have some of the same makeup. But we're not family. Yeah, my family's all these weirdos over here. No, I, I totally see that. Yeah. I totally see that. I, I, you know, maybe a better example would be, let's say that, um, let me think of a total, uh, when I say off the wall, I mean out of the blue. There's no NBA association with my family. Let's say that I was, my daddy was a big Boston Celtics fan. Yeah. He was not, didn't care for basketball at all. And then as I became older, I was like, look at this Magic Johnson over here. <laughs> and uh, AC Green, oh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Skyhook. Yeah. Fletch. And then I, I, I would feel as though, because my daddy maybe bought me a little Larry Bird jersey or whatever, that I'm forsaking family tradition. I'm going to let him down. Right. It's a letdown thing. And that's a very small example to the thing about homosexuality or uh, racism or sexism or, or what have you. But that's the way. And again, you made a good point. Those that are listening to this, usually more... Uh, Free thinkers, in a sense. Yeah. Um, Thank you for being that way. Yeah. A lot of the salt of the earth types, they they get in that groove and that mindset of thinking, yeah, I know it's right or what you're saying is wrong, but you you raised me. You, I have to agree with that. Otherwise, I'm forsaking you. And it's this weird thing that we live our lives wanting to take care of the gen- next generation. But the ones that overdo it, like... I got to make $10 million because I don't want my kids to ever have to work. Are you crazy? Yeah. They, mm-hmm. Like, you were basically setting them up to, yes, it, it's nice to give them a nice little It is. Whatever. I wish somebody would do it for me. It ain't going to happen. But, it, yeah, but you know what? No, you don't. Because if that had happened to you at 14, I would have never, uh, not, let's not make this about me, but you wouldn't be, okay, you'd be fine. Look, $100,000 inheritance would be nice. Right. Yeah, but not ten million dollars. No, I no, feel like that something, just, something. Yeah, would it, be nice it, instead of debt. It sets up instead of dead people's bills. 
de-evolution in yeah. a sense of as far as societal standards go. It does. It, it, I mean, it, you always have to keep moving forward. I mean, your dad isn't if, like if you were raised a Clemson fan and you find yourself just feeling like you like the Gamecocks more, your dad's not going to hate you over that. And if he does, he's trash, and you shouldn't have anything to do with him anyway. Right. Right. This is not how this works. It's not. I mean, it's, if it does work that way, then you need to get away from it because it ain't working for you. Yeah, well, that's true. And the other, the other point. This kind of goes way off subject, but I wanted to bring it back. Is like we digress. You know, I, I've, uh, I, you know, I, I'm divorced and I have a, a child. It's a and, good club to be in. Uh, <laughs> the thing about when your child is in your presence not talking about the other one. That is so, so important. I'm not going to try to bring us down right now, but that is so, so important. It is. Because I can see it from both sides and have lived on both sides and have tried to mature as a person. Yeah. And that is, you you have to. If it takes you biting your tongue till it bleeds in your mouth, do it. There's a 50-50 shot that plan is going to backfire on you and the kid's going to resent you, not the other parent. Yeah. Yeah. And and you have to be a parent. You can't always just be fun parent. Weekend yeah. fun parent. You got to be a parent. But there's also an ego there where you think that whatever you say, your kid's going to believe just automatically. There's some ego there that's out of whack and out of out of control. You think because you at that point you're trying to manipulate your own children and you've you've lost it a little bit. And look, times get tough and people slip up, people make mistakes. But that is manipulating your own child against that child's other parent, and that's not good to do. No, it ain't. No, it's not. Yeah. You let that kid reach their own conclusions when they get there. See, what about that? Like, I know, you know, certain, like, <laughs> I say it just to hold on to the little bit of Southern heritage that's still politically acceptable. That it's going away. Know, words like, you know, ain't going to do it. Yeah. You know, I, I love that. I know it's not dramatically, uh, gram- <laughs> grammatically correct. And I do it on the, the Rise Guys Morning Show a lot. But I, I you know, like, uh, what, what's the one that... Uh, I, I said uh, just a moment ago that made me even think this way. Well, no, it ain't. Well, no, it ain't. But uh, I, I don't know. I enjoy that. And it's not like I'm forsaking anybody. But it's like, you know what? There's certain little things that, that I still like. Yeah. Absolutely. I still like to say karn a lot, man. That's one of my favorite words is karn. Corn? Karn. Are you, but are you trying to say corn? No, it's carrion. Like dead stuff. Carrion, like, you know, the stuff that buzzards eat. Kyarn. Oh. <laughs> Kyarn. Yeah. Kyarn. Okay. It's, I mean, Google it. It's a real word. K-Y-A-R-N. Yarn yeah. with a K on the front. Kyarn. And it's uh, just the, the southern, mainly Appalachian pronunciation mm. of the carrion, which is dead stuff. Oh, man. When I hear people say Appalachian. Yeah. Or what's the other uh, way we've heard people say it? It's like you ain't from around here. Well, it's mainly just Appalachia. 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 Appalachian. I remember as a kid because my dad was raised in uh, Greer, South Carolina, but a mill nearby that he worked at was called Appalach. And I remember thinking like Appalach, like Appalachian. Yeah. Yeah, it's oh, weird yeah. things. Boy, being a kid is so weird, especially pre-internet. Y'all know what we're talking about. When you you were told all these things and you didn't realize until you're an adult. Like the old example of don't run in the house of cake will fall. Yeah. Yeah, and see, they should have let me run more. I wouldn't be in this shape I'm in. Exactly, but you know things like you know the 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 southern accent, the southern pronunciations of things, the your winders and your yeller pages and all that kind of stuff and yarn. Those are the things I find charming. Nobody thinks your daddy was charming if he was racist. No, absolutely no. 
Like that's not no. you know that's not the, those aren't the charming things about our ancestors is that that they did bad things because I mean if they do dishonorable things you don't you don't honor the dishonorable no because it's dishonorable so don't honor it no I'm not I'm not honoring that thing yeah those things I'm not saying your dad's racist he was a very nice man no he was he's a very kind gentleman he was <laughs> too good for his own good sometimes yeah yeah but if someone has a you know like a, a racist or homophobic dad then that's not what why you don't love them because of that you love them for the charming things about them not for the awful things about them <laughs> no right like if you're like man i miss grandpa yeah. every time i i see a white sheet oh i tear up yeah what right. an awful thing no that's not why you love grandpa no no, no. that's so wild yeah that boy that went down a whole see that's the we took the red brick road on that one man i know but that's what i i I, I I enjoy about talking. Yeah, uh, not talking, but just I when I say the art of conversation, that hoity toities it up. Yeah. But just talking, not even deep thinking, because a lot of this wasn't deep thinking. It was stuff you should just know or, or maybe be aware of. But mm -hmm. just like when we just Google something and say, "Hey, how old is Michael J. Fox?" No, you think he's sixty? Ain't no way. He's fifty-seven. And then you Google it. And you're like, I told you he's fifty-eight. And then two days later, how old was Michael J. Fox? I don't remember. Let me Google it. Yeah. We don't retain it. And I think that a lot of this stuff that even we talked about today, a lot of it you may have not even known. And a lot of it you might have just had a whole different eye-opening experience or, or maybe perspective of like, man, I never thought about it that way. There was a red brick road there the entire time. Yeah. And then there's also, I want, to, I want to point out that if you look up Michael J. Fox's age five or six times before you remember it, that's just how we learn. Like a smart dog is considered a dog that can can start to pick up on a command or an activity or a signal after about 20, 20, 30, 20 to 30 repetitions. That's a very smart dog. I was telling Caitlin this over the, uh, over, oh, over the break. I would say that for maybe only a few more days. Um, I retain. You get a week of over the break, and then it's in the past. She makes fun of me because I'm a big fan of lists, to do lists, and she's like, oh, "There's post-it notes and lists and stuff," and I was like, "I maybe it's my age. I don't know. I retain it so much more when I physically write it than if I type it into a computer." Mm -hmm. You you feel any of that too, or is that just me being older than you? No, there's more thought involved in that. Does that make sense? Yeah, you're telling your hand to move. Other than yeah, I know it's your fingers, but it's a whole different thing with me. Yeah, more thought involved, I think. I also show, associate colors and numbers. I'm weird. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. That is that is strange, but it's interesting. I know it's from the magnet numbers that was on the refrigerator as a kid. That's mm -hmm. totally what that is. Green number three, orange number four. See, you had the same set. I did. What was what was blue? <laughs> I don't remember. Five? My God. And, and and green was eight. Everybody knows that. Listen, what a fun little talk that was. Let's call and talk on the way home today, just well, for fun. We can do that. We can record it. We can talk about how when we stay at work this late, when we try to go home and pick up lunch on the way, there ain't nothing available because every place is packed with a line out in the road. Hey, listen, <sighs> I, I have leftovers, so I'm good. See, I got to go home and make food, man. I'm going to have some Brussels sprouts. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Be a, no, actually, I'm having shakshuka. Oh, good. Yeah, that's which good. is really good. I'm playing Shaq Fu later on the Genesis. Oh, congratulations. Tell them I said hey, and the general as well. Uh, episode 20 of After Hours with the Rives Guys. Spread the word. Let everybody know. We'll see you back here next week for After Hours with the Rives Guys. Thanks for listening.
Alright. Get out. Time to close the doors on another episode of After Hours with the Rise Guys. Subscribe on Radio.com and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Pass it around to your family and friends and other P1s. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Yeah. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.